episode one of Horror Babes and Booze podcast. I'm your co-host Leanne. And I'm your co-host Simone. Each week we're going to be bringing you a horror-themed cocktail. This week we have the Horror Babe. If you want to see how we made it, just check our socials. Mm. And with each horror-themed cocktail, we will also be discussing all things dark and macabre. So let's get into it. Episode one, here we go. Um, So I think we should probably talk about how we met each other. Definitely. I think that's important. Uh, that way all of you guys can know. I think I'll let you go ahead. Me? Yeah. <laughs> you you okay. can start. Um, I had an extra ticket to a horror convention. I think it was Scare LA. Yes. Uh, and Leanne and I had been friends on Instagram. I don't know how long, but we were friends and I knew she liked horror. So I knew I wanted to go with a fellow horror babe. Uh, so I reached out and... She slid into those DMs. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Um, and she was down. Uh, so I told her where I lived. She came and picked me Not up. Not creepy at all. You know, don't <laughs> do what we did. But it, no, it, it ended up working out. Um, so we went to the horror convention. On the way there, we got pulled over. My first time ever getting pulled over. And I was the one that offered to drive. <laughs> Uh, Leanne had some special effects makeup on her face in which she could not speak, so I had to translate everything she was saying uh, to the cop. And got out of it. Yeah. I'm sure he was a little confused because that was like July or August, and (laughs) he's looking at me with like a full face of like teeth on, and he's like, what are you doing? Yeah. And she was like, oh, I was like, meh, 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 (laughs) and she's like, oh, we're going to a horror convention, and he's like, Okay. Yeah, I think he even mentioned it, like horror convention in the summer. Yeah, like, yeah. There's no time frame for this. No, yeah. horror's all the time. Yeah, if you're about that life. You're about it all the time. Yeah. Um, but he let us go. He did. Uh, I think my tags were expired by like a month. Yeah. And I was wait, like I just ordered them and like was waiting for him to come in, and unfortunately, he caught me before they came in. So it's okay. A warning yeah. is good. Yeah, that, and that never happened again. They're always yeah. up to date, like beforehand now. Well, it's funny as I was just thinking about, I think we realized too, is I had pretty bloody girls prior to that and it had not been running oh. for a long time. I tried to do this pretty bloody thing when I was younger and it was going to be like horror models yes. and, like, and discussions and things like that. And this is back in the MySpace days and like the early Facebook days. This was years ago. Yeah. And we hadn't realized at the time that we had talked about that. I had you on the page and things like that. And then we like spoke about it in passing at the convention and we realized yeah I completely forgot about I just that. remembered that oh so. wow okay because at the time I was doing some like horror shoots uh some bloody stuff and okay that's must have been how we connected originally then. originally but I think we yeah. fell, fell apart after the years not speaking to each other we never met each other at that right. point yeah so it was kind of just like fate horror fate as you might want to call it that she reached like that. out to me and it worked out and yeah here we are making yeah. a podcast. And yeah, and we're still going to horror conventions often uh, with each other. We dress up. You've probably seen us cosplaying. If you're listening to us, you've heard us blabbering about this podcast. Be like, we're starting a podcast. <laughs> so if you are from the cons or, you know, you've seen our cosplays or whatever, drop us a comment on our socials. Say hi. We want to know where, like, you're coming from, where we're 
where we know you, where you know us, or if you don't know us at all, it's nice to meet you. Of course. And we're also looking for guests to come on the show as well. Always. Um, so if you're interested, let us know and we'll chat. We're definitely interested in like getting a lot of different opinions out there. Yes. Um, if you like horror, let us know. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, so I think one topic we wanted to discuss was... If you had a friend that wasn't into horror, what horror films would you show them? Well, I will start off with saying, I'm going to say The Exorcist. That was almost on my list. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason I'm going to say The Exorcist, it is such a polarizing film. And I've met so many people who are like, I like horror, but I don't like The Exorcist. It's too scary. It's too real. It hits too close to home. It's, you know, whatever it is, I think that's a great baseline to say, like, this is scary, this is horror. I remember that was, like, one of the first films, like, my mom let me watch anything and everything. It was, like... Does she know what was involved in that film before you watched it? She was, like, you know what, I think it's too much for you. And I'm, like, I watched Friday the 13th and you're covering boobs over my, like, my eyes because you don't want me to see boobs, but I just watched Jason take a person in a body bag and slam or a sleeping bag and slam them against a tree. But that's fine. Isn't that funny that that is with the, the boob part of it is more demonizing yeah, than like, the, the killing part. But I'm like, mom, I'm hoping I grow into those someday. Me seeing them shouldn't be the problem, but this guy getting beheaded is no big deal. But like, so when she was like, you can't watch the exorcist. And I'm like, why not? Like then it was like a taboo. And then I'm like, okay, well now I need to watch it. Yeah. So actually she made me wait till my 13th birthday on my 13th birthday, she bought me the VHS, which okay. I still have. Do you? I do. Okay. And so she bought me the VHS, and I was like, well. And I watched it, and I was like, what's the hype? But I think because I grew up with so much horror and seeing so much, I was a little desensitized already by 13. But I was like, okay, like, Pazuzu's scary, like, the slight yeah. images of him. I think that is such a great film to show people because you're going to know where they stand on horror. They're either going to be for it and be like – I'm here for it or they're gonna be like that's too much it, I don't like things with the devil I don't want to watch a little girl say you know you know like just the whole crucifix scene I, I don't want to like say too much if you haven't seen it well I should think have. it's been <laughs> yeah shut up it's been 40 some years yeah. maybe even longer like they should have seen it by now <laughs> so I think I don't know I just think it's a classic and it's polarizing and I think everybody should see it because you're gonna have it's such you have one opinion or the other there's no gray area on that film so let me ask you this. Like, did you grow up religious? No. Um, no, my family was Christian, but we, ne- we never went to church. I went to, like, summer camps that were, like, Christian-based, but, like, I got dropped off after the church things in the morning so I could go to, like, the bowling in the afternoon type of thing okay. while my mom was working. So religion was never pushed on me. So I'm sure that is part of the reason I'm desensitized yeah. to that film. Because I think if you grew up religious, it's definitely a scarier film. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because I grew up Catholic. Um, oh. And I went to a Catholic school and <laughs> went to church every Sunday. So that movie, I think I've seen it maybe maybe once or twice. Like, really? Yeah, because of the effect that it had on me when I saw it. Not know that. Yeah, <laughs> that's interesting. How do you feel about it now? Like, are you? Do you find it scary? Um, yeah, it's still scary. Um, but a lot of the, you know, a lot of the things that she does in the film, 
um, are you make you uncomfortable. And I don't like that uncomfortable feeling, I think. So I just, I know what happens in the film. I know it is a good film. I know they did it well. Um, but I don't need to see it again. <laughs> well, you know, it's based on a true story. Yeah. So, so that's that, why it scares me even that, more. <laughs> I think it does give that, like, extra element of, like, uh, oh, shit, this could right. happen. Exactly. And coming from a religious background, um, yeah, they they scare that into you when you're growing up in the church. They, if you do anything, this is what's going to happen to you, like, I'm staying away. So, so yeah. funny because, like, I'm like, oh, you probably – I, like, look at it and people are going to drag me for this, I'm sure. But a lot of it, I think, is unknown mental illness. And back in mm-hmm. even the 70s when this film was released, like, I don't think we had a good knowledge of mental illness. And we – no offense to Catholics or, you know, the religion <laughs> – they looked at it as the devil's in you versus, hey, we don't know what's wrong with you. We would rather just say, like, I mean, if you do start speaking a language like Latin that you've never heard, there's something going on there. There's cases like that where I'm like, okay, you're an American that's never spoken a lick of Latin, and all of a sudden your voice went 10 octaves higher or lower, and you're speaking Latin. Okay, that's not a mental illness. That is, that is an issue. So, Did you ever see the Vatican tapes? Yes. What did you think about that? I actually liked them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought I it was really good. That's, you know what's funny is that, like, now that you mentioned it, like, I had forgotten about it, but that was a good film. Yeah. And it touches on, like, the, the same things. And, like, I don't know why I just thought of that, but. <laughs> and there's been a lot of films that do that. Like, I, I love Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. But have you seen The Right? I have. And it wasn't that good, in my opinion. Uh, it, it didn't. There's nothing that, like, really stuck out to what I'm remembering. Yeah. You know? Like, I know I've seen it, but it's like, I can't tell you a scene from it because it wasn't... It wasn't that good. Yeah. To be honest, and that's that's the whole thing, is I think people tried to ride the high of The Exorcist and be like, well, this was, like... This was a film. A lot of people, if you ask them what's the number one horror film, they'll tell you The Exorcist. Yeah. So people want to recreate that, but you just can't capture that same scare, that same fear, that same time period it's just so it's interesting but you're right the vatican tapes was good yeah i thought it was really good so in the first scene maybe not the first scene like the beginning of the constantine you know when he's exercising that demon from that girl no i'm gonna be honest it's been a long long time since i've seen that okay so i definitely need to rewatch it because i think when the last time i saw it was when it came out yeah so but i think that was a great way to incorporate something like that into that film because that's definitely not what that film was about it wasn't about you know just exorcisms yeah um but i love that they they put that in there and they showed you know the difference in demons that can get into a person like yeah yeah. so i thought that was great so i love like anything that's going to take the the exorcist story in a different direction and i think constantine take their own twist exactly i definitely always appreciate that yeah so what would your film, what would be your number one? And I guess it, let's not say that this is like in chronological order that yeah. I think The Exorcist is the number one film. It's just the first film that came to mind. Yeah. So what would your first film be? Um, okay. <laughs> okay, so this might be silly. Okay. I have a handful of friends that don't like horror. Same. So I have shown, you know, a couple of them movies. So that's where I'm, I'm bringing a couple of these from. Same. Um, but one movie that I think everyone should watch is Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 So I know it's silly and I know, you know, 
that's more comedy, like horror comedy. Um, but you get the campiness. You get the how fun horror can be. You get such bright, beautiful colors, you know, with that film, even oh, yeah. though it is older. Um, you get the acting, the, you know, the cheesy acting that you get in some of the greatest horror films that you've seen. And you get a monster and you get they're creepy. killer monsters. <laughs> killer like, great. Yes. Yeah. Like they're the, the costuming and everything that was done in that film was spectacular. Oh, definitely. So I think that's something that everyone should watch. I love that B camp. Yeah. Cheesy horror. I totally agree. That's such yeah. a fun one. And like, as you know, my apartment has a lot of it up because the yes. colors <laughs> are vibrant and they glow and they're pretty. Yeah. And like, it's just a fun film. Exactly. Such a fun film. Yeah. So that's the first one on my list. Okay. Well, my second one, um, I kind of am going with what you were talking about of like, like my last roommate who's a friend of mine, she absolutely hated horror. And I have a lot of friends that absolutely hate horror. And I'm like, well, can you just watch this? Can you just watch that? Like, I'm trying to, like, integrate. I'm, like, a little pushy, I guess. I don't know. Um, but I think Trick or Treat. I think Trick or Treat is such a classic film. I have it tattooed on me because I love it. Um, I think that the... It's such a great film in regards to having, like, the whole segments and them becoming, you know, cohesive at the end. Yep. And it touches on so many different fun elements of Halloween. And Sam is such a cute but scary character. He yep. he encompasses Halloween perfectly. Yeah. And it's something you could show people. I showed her, and she was like, well, you know, the werewolf scene was a little scary for me. And I was like... The werewolf scene is like a music video of my heart. <laughs> the music's perfect. The yeah. scene, like the transformation, it's sexual, oh, yeah. hot, and scary, and I love it. But I forget why she thought it was scary, but she was like, it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. And I was like, honestly, it's a film that I think everybody of every age yeah. should see. So that is actually on my list. That movie is actually on my list, too. Um because, you know, like you said, the cohesiveness, like at the end, how it all comes together. And, yeah. you know, it comes to back to like the beginning, basically. And it's like, oh, that is so good. And you don't expect it. Exactly. You think it's like separate segments. And yes. It's like Tales from the Crypt. Yes. Like it's just separated. But then all of a sudden it comes together and you're like, oh, I'm here for it. And Tales from the Crypt was Oh, I loved Tales from the Crypt growing up. Oh, 100%. Like, Crypt Keeper. Oh, yes. So, like, I, I remember as a kid, like, I would sneak out in the middle of the night and, like, sneak into the living room in my mom's silk robe and go watch <laughs> the uh, <laughs> Tales from the Crypt, like, on Showtime or whatever else it was on, um, just because I loved it so much. So, like, I was obsessed. So, Trick or Treat, ugh. It's it, the heart. Yes. It really hits the heart. Like, yeah. everything about it is, like, I can't say anything bad about that film. No. Except that they haven't come out with a second. <laughs> okay, that's what I was going to say, yeah. But even then, I'm like, what if they come out with a second and I don't like it? They talk that about would, that. That would be the scariest thing that could happen, honestly. But I think they are coming out with a, a second. They, they've been saying that for years. Is the only thing. And Instagram keeps being like, guess what? They're coming out with another. And I'm like, are they? And I Google it. And I'm like, well, that's fake news. But I, I believe, I could be wrong on this. I believe that Michael's already did say they're talking seriously now about a sequel. I feel like he's been saying that for like six years. Like, where is it? Yeah, maybe 
you know, maybe this is his baby. We don't know. And maybe well, it's taken him a long time to to be able to do it justice because it was so good. Well, and it's scary. You don't want to lose the power. If, if you put out a second film that ruins the first and yeah. it gives people a negative connotation, it, it can literally kill an entire... It's not even a franchise, but like a film. Yeah. Like it, it could kill it. And like Terrifier, I know you're not a fan of those. And I'm not, they're not on my list as like top films because that's a polarizing film a lot of people don't like. Yeah. But he, he hit the jackpot. Yeah. To go from Terrifier to Terrifier 2 and that money margin that he made yeah. is huge. Definitely. And that people loved it. And if he did it the wrong way, it would have been a negative thing. So I could see. The hesitancy of making a second trick or treat when everybody loves the first one. I've never met somebody who was like, I hate that movie. I agree. I have not seen anybody that said they disliked it or, or anything or that it wasn't good or something could have been different. I've never seen anybody. Yeah. If there's anyone out there that disagrees with that, please let us know. But you got to tell us why. Don't just be like, I don't like it. Yeah. Because why? Yeah. What what's is the reason? not to like? Yeah. So. Okay. Your next one. Well, Since it was going to be a trick-or-treat. We'll um, share that one. So, okay. Hellraiser. The first one. I would hope so. <laughs> well, you know what? All A lot of the the ones that come after, uh, you know, like the second one. The second, I, okay, they're all great. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I know people are not going to agree with that. I think they are all great in their own way. Um, do they compare to the original? No. Like, that's easy. No. But do they still deliver with Pinhead uh, and the, the victims and the gore that you would expect it, you would have expected from the first one? Yeah. Would you say that only on the sequels and prequels, like all that, like the initial ones? Because have you seen Hellraiser? I think it was Judgment. And it was like the different actor and he looked terrible and that film was boring. Oh, I don't, so what are you, I don't include that one. All the remakes and all the, there's been so many different. Okay. Uh, I think that's the only one that they've had a different actor. Yeah, because I did not like him. Exactly. It, it, it was like when they did the new Friday, the, or um, Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, yeah. Same you thing. You got the face of Doug Bradley for Hellraiser and you put a new guy in, it just doesn't work. Exactly. So all of the Hellraisers with Doug Bradley. Okay. Um, And even the one with, I can't remember her name. Jamie. The newest one. Yes, the new one. I thought it was great. Uh, there were some things that I didn't like about it, but I think they did a good job with rebooting it. Um, but the reason why I picked the original as yeah. something that I want to show to people is because it is so gruesome. And there are some things that you just wouldn't expect. And it, like, it was pushing the boundaries. Oh, yeah. Um, and I'm not a gore whore, so I'm not really into a lot of blood and guts and everything, but Hellraiser, like... Ugh. It serves a purpose in that film. It really does, It's yeah. not like the, the people are going to drag me for this, too, I'm sure, but, like, to me, like, a lot of the Saw films, there it becomes, in the later, you know, Saw 3, so it just becomes gore and there's yeah it no loses, purpose yeah but we're hellraiser well, we're showing pain and yes yeah, suffering and yeah. this is what's gonna happen to you yeah, yeah so I, I think it's necessary oh i agree i agree um so i do have some friends that you know i've seen the the original and they won't see any other ones because it terrified them as children and it's like i remember as a kid i loved it <laughs> i loved it as a kid i don't know why but 
mind you twisted. Have some sadist tendencies, or you know, who knows? All right, your next one. So I struggled with this one because I was like, well, I want it. I want if I'm going to show somebody, you know, different films, then I need to show them everything. So I was like, okay, well, then they've got to see a slasher. What better slasher? You got to do Halloween. Okay. Yes, Friday the 13th is great, but, like, Halloween is the original. You've got that original masked killer, non-speaking role. He's intimidating and quiet. The music is iconic. Everything about that film is iconic. And that's another film. Who have I met that said, I hate the original Halloween? I've met some people. Really? Yeah. Those people suck. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Um, But the reasoning behind it is that it was slower paced. Uh, and it took a while to get into, you know, Fair. the action of it. Uh, were and I understand people? that. Were they younger people? Because I think if you're over no. the age of 30 almost, like, it's nostalgic. You grew up with it. And I think that younger kids tend to be like, well, I need gore 10 seconds in or this sucks. No, I, I do believe that some people that I've, I've met that have said that have been in their 30s. They've been our age. Interesting. So, but I do think you're absolutely right. With the new generation, it has to be immediate satisfaction. There's no like it, patience. Yeah. Um, so I, I do get that as well. And I think that's why there's a rise uh, in the different horror genres that are popping up. That's true. And also, Halloween birthed the original Scream Queen. Oh, yeah. We wouldn't have Scream Queens yeah. if it wasn't for Jamie Lee Curtis. And it wasn't for that film. And, and her mom. That's I mean, true. her but mom was technically the original Scream Queen. Was she, though? Because she yeah. only was in Psycho. But who she hasn't... She was iconic. Who hasn't heard of or know of that scene? That's fair. That's true. But a lot of people... Even our age, I hate to say it, don't know who she is. And they don't know that that's Jamie Lee Curtis's mom. Yeah. Oh, and I get that. a lot of those kids don't know Psycho, unfortunately. Because, again, that's something that's not... You never see... You actually never see stabbing. You never see... Right. Or that was one of the first times that they ever showed a toilet on film. Yeah. So, it was very mild to what kids see today. So... Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't think her mom gets the credit she should, but she birthed. I mean, it's in the family. They do yeah. it great. Yeah. And the the screaming and the scenes, they've got they've got it down. Yeah. I just I think Halloween is like Friday the 13th introduces the gore better. Yeah. Jason is hey, Kane Hodder is amazing. I love Kane Hodder oh, yeah. and he's great to meet. Um, but I just think that Halloween his silence is so intimidating in the oddest of ways though i will say i don't like the new halloweens because oh, they yeah. that is for a whole nother episode though i feel like we could have a whole episode oh, of like on... remakes yes. and things that are negative i agree so because <laughs> it takes away that you don't get that same like yeah foreboding and like but you mentioned michael and his silence jason is silent too there's an aggression behind jason's silence whereas michael's like i do you know what i mean like really? to jason well jason like he gets savage. He's like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. There's like, Michael's a man on a mission with silence. Where yeah. Jason's like, you're all fair game. Oh, you're having sex. You're going to die. Oh, you're doing drugs. You're going to die. Oh, you're walking down the street. You're going to die. Where you're hitchhiking. You're going to die. <laughs> does Michael let people die, you know, that have nothing to do with it? But he's a man on a mission. That's true. Whereas Jason's like, mm, I'm just out for revenge on everybody and anybody and he didn't even come out in the. He wasn't even the first film technically. He wasn't the killer. Spoiler alert. Right. Didn't see the first one, but well, so then if I you haven't seen Scream either, <laughs> <laughs> no, 
Whoops. <laughs> you probably shouldn't be listening to our podcast if you haven't seen some of the main films. Yeah. Um, I just, I think Halloween over okay. the 13th. So. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I'm just curious. Um, but also, too, uh, with, like, okay, sounds. Mm-hmm. So the sounds that are in films, if you weren't listening, like, if you had, okay, backstory. So I was, I think, like six years old at my cousin's birthday party, and we were all sitting there, and we muted the, it was Halloween, the original Halloween. We Mm. muted it, and at that point then, it wasn't scary. I can see that. So it's just interesting how much sound plays into spooking people and how scary it is. But if you think about, well, even Friday the 13th, the Oh, yeah. Well, it's not really it's no, it's it's something else. Well, I'm not making it. I can't. I'm not a beatboxer <laughs> over here, so yeah, I'm doing the best I can. But you know what I mean. Even yeah. then, if you take out, if you make any film silent, it loses its power. I've never watched. Depending unless it's on like the Nosferatu. Film. Yeah, yeah. Then, but you're looking at a 1930s film versus. Can you imagine if they attempted to make a silent horror film today? I wonder, because a lot of, like, creativity has to, I mean, a lot of horror is creative, but, like, you'd have to be even more creative to think about how are you going to make this scary as a silent film. You know who did that pretty well? Who? John Krasinski. I know it's not completely silent. Okay. But it's pretty quiet i mean it's a quiet place you know you're not wrong and And i forgot about those movies and i think i remember reading or hearing somebody being like oh i like turned this movie on and thought that my sound wasn't working for half the film yeah so it does kind of capture that he does it better than you know nobody's really tried that and then all of a sudden it bird you know bird box and all these other films that play kind of off that but they don't get that silence yeah so he did it well but i don't think a lot of people can do it because again if we're looking at younger generations, the mm-hmm. patience isn't there. They're not right. going to stand for not hearing things, having to read or doing any of that. They yeah. want bing, bing, boom. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about. I do think we should do like an episode on soundtrack sounds, all of that. Because oh, definitely. I, I love like Suspiria has a fantastic soundtrack. Yeah. And oh, there's I think so, so many out there. So I think we could definitely do an episode just on soundtracks. 100%. Sounds notoriety within the horror genre of soundtracks yeah that honestly goes on overlooked yeah no it's very important so yeah no okay Okay. so see we're coming up with new episodes as we go so keep (laughs) keep listening stay tuned because they're coming out um so what about you what's your next oh man what are we on right now are we on like our third three well are you still including trick-or-treat are you yeah i'm still including trick-or-treat so that was my third one what's your third was there no okay, so um, you can tell that I like Clive Barker, um, because the next one's gonna be Nightbreed. Oh, yes. Okay. So Nightbreed is one of my favorite films, like favorite all time films. Um, but it's very important to to share with other people because of the different monsters that have been created in that world. Um, and then also show that not all monsters are evil. Like the monsters don't need to be the bad guy in the horror film. The bad guy can be humans because humans are the evil. Bad guys. <laughs> so I really like that they they changed that and, and you know 
gave you emotions. Yeah. To creatures. That you don't normally get that with. Oh, I agree. So I, I love that film and like just the amount of time it had to have taken to do the makeup and the costuming and everything for that film for its time. Like I just can't even imagine like what went into it. So and you got to appreciate it. it's a whole world. He created an Absolutely. entire world. Yes. Whereas like, you know, Star Wars has an entire world, but yeah. like the horror genre really didn't have an entire world of yeah. monsters underground. And yeah. I, I a hundred percent agree with you. I love Nightbreed. I think, the makeup on that, yep. fantastic for its time. Yeah, I think it's great. So, yeah, I just love Clive. <laughs> I will say I'll, I'm kind of feeding off of that because I'm like, okay, well, somebody ever – I thought about saying Nightbreed. Yeah. But I was like, oh, I'm going to have to go with American Werewolf in London. Okay. Everybody needs to see a creature feature. Okay. I love monster movies, monster monster movies. It's – Jason and Michael monsters, yeah, kind of. They're subhuman, whatever. But, like, I want a monster. And I think that American Werewolf in London is so well done. It yeah. touches on romance. It touches on comedy. It is the best special effects film out there, in my opinion. I think it, it's got so many different iconic looks. You've got the warmongers that break into the house. You have the werewolf, his transformation, and that transformation, that oh. is like, even today, I don't think I've ever seen a transformation that smooth and that looks so good. And the actor, he did an amazing job, like portraying how painful it could be to transform into something oh, like that. Oh, 100%. And it was so ahead of its time. Definitely. Rick Baker really, like, he was light years ahead of a lot of makeup artists because yeah. what he did in the, in, John Landis filming and like the whole thing just so cohesive in the entire thing. And the fact that you have zombies and monsters and, you know, all these different things. And I think it was such, uh, that's one of my favorite films of all time. Oh yeah. I think it, it, not many films can touch on so many different genres Yeah, and do it successfully like that did. And it's just a fun watch. Yeah. You laugh with them, you hate them, you love them. You want to sock him in the face, <laughs> like, you want to sock her in the face, because you're like, he, eh. Yeah. You know? I, no, I, I just, know. I think that, and what you played off of, like, it's got to be, it's a special effects, because I hate that nowadays they're stepping away from special effects and going CGI. I know, they're se- stepping away from the practical. It's like, no, the practical is what wins you at the end. Yes. That puts you ahead of everybody. Anybody can do CGI now. And like, it doesn't look real. No. I don't care. It looks superimposed. No matter. I've never yes. seen a CG ever. I'm like, wow, I thought that was real. Yeah. I could believe that the werewolf in American Werewolf was real because it's a real man doing it. Yes. Or, okay, so this is kind of off track of, of American Werewolf. Um, the last alien that they have, I believe it was Alien Covenant. I don't know if I've seen that one yet. So that one they used CGI xenomorphs instead of the practical, and I hated it because of that. It killed it for me. It's like I don't care. I don't care who you have in the film at this point. You have been doing practical since the beginning. Why now are you doing CGI? Just because you know it's more advanced now, but still, it did not look anything close to what the real xenomorphs. And people don't like it. No, I don't. People don't like CGI. No, Uh, Jaws. Okay, yeah. Jaws was a practical effect. Yes. And it, yes, it had its problems, 
But that's still the best shark movie ever made because yes. any other shark film is CGI and it's absolute trash. Yeah. Why? <laughs> I would Deep say. Blue Sea is decent. Deep Blue Sea, oh, but it, decent. Ooh. It's good, but like if we're talking shark, yeah, we're talking Jaws. I, the shark I agree. from Jaws is believable. It's scary. I even a lot of people don't like it. I like the Meg. I oh, thought I it was fun. Great. Yeah, I thought it was fun. But like if we're talking about the shark, we're talking about Jaws. I'm not talking okay about the Meg. The, or, okay, so there are other shark films that have been wonderful yeah, that have come out. But if you're talking about the best the shark. shark. 100% Jaws. And I, for me personally, I love werewolves. I yes. am werewolves all day. So The Howling was another one that had amazing yes. transformation. Yep. Amazing werewolf. Yep. The actors, the actress, Dee Wallace, I love her. Mm-hmm. And to see all that, I was like, oh, this is great. And then I watched a movie called How. Is that the one we're on the train? Yes. And okay. I hated it. So I, I like the film. <sighs> I hated it because of the CGI. I hated the werewolf. Yes, some of it was bad, but some of it was good, too. I don't know. I like that There film. was too much CGI for me. It was just too... Some of the expressions, and I, th- I think it was more of just the expressions that were CGI'd and, like, the close-up face shots, but I do know that some of them was practical. Um, but I, yeah, Very no, little. Some, some Very was, little. <sighs> We're going to have to look into that. But yeah, I like how. So that's definitely one that we disagree. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> disagree it doesn't. On. I want my my actual man and the monster. I want them to hand lay each hair like they did. Like yeah. I need the real monster. I don't want to see your cartoon. And I agree. That's why I don't think that movie is a majority oh, CGI. Okay, okay. I just think it's the facial expression. Re- we are. <laughs> okay. Um, I think we're on our last one. Yes. Okay, um, so I was torn, because kind of like you said, if you're introducing somebody into horror, you've got to hit a couple of different subgenres. Um, so I was torn with adding a zombie film. Same. I was um, that too. But then when I, I thought about it, it's just like, there's not, okay, there are iconic zombie films. Oh, 100%. But there are so, there's so many. And it's just like, I can't really, there's a subgenre Oh, what would it be? A sub-sub-genre in zombie lands? Yeah, because you have your fast zombies, slow zombies. Right. So that was just really hard for me to pick from. So I went with instead something that scared me as a kid. Okay. Um, And it was Dead Alive. Interesting. Okay, you remember that film. Yes. Okay. Not a lot of people do. Um, I think it was the fact that a virus can be transmitted from um, a monkey to a human. And then I don't know. I have, I honestly have not seen this movie since I was a kid. Um, (laughs) that really scarred you. You're like, I'm not going back for that. No, it's, I've tried to, to watch it. I can't find it. You can't stream it anywhere. I've attempted to buy DVDs and VHSs. I cannot find it anywhere. I want to watch that film again, but I just can't find it. So if you have a hook, have up, you tried Shutter? Um, I think I have. At they one have point, some in time. pretty obscure films like Alligator on there and things. But so. also Dead Alive, I don't feel like it's called Dead Alive anymore. I think they renamed it, so that could be part of why I can't find it. I think you're right. I think there is two titles to that film. I technically, I think it's Brain Dead, but I also think there's another film called Brain Dead. That's why I'm not positive. Definitely have to investigate. Yeah, but also, like, when these people's 
from what I remember, when these people's like faces melt off, like in the dining room. Like, what is going yeah, on? And that again was good effects. Exactly. Good effects. Yeah. So I think, yeah, if I can find that film, I would introduce everybody I know to that film that hasn't seen it. Well, you might want to find it because I, I feel like a lot of people haven't seen that film, honestly. Okay. You let us know. Have you seen that film? And uh, if you where'd you find it? <laughs> exactly. If you know where to, we can stream it or get the DVD. I mean, not a VHS. Nobody has a VHS. I mean, I have VHSs. I just don't have a player. The player, yeah. So if you know how we can watch that, please let us know. <laughs> yeah. So I think I struggled with my final film because I'm like, well, should I touch on vampires like Lost Boys and like the yeah. team thing? And I was like. Honestly, because I haven't, and I think we should definitely do another separate episode on, we're just going down the line and completely, but on foreign horror, mm-hmm. there's so many good ones. But if I'm showing somebody that doesn't know foreign horror and isn't really comfortable with even reading subtitles or any of that, um, that is, it hurts. That film just hurts the soul and it's, it's gory is Eden Lake. I don't know that. So I believe it's a Scottish film. It might be, it's British, Scottish, or English, or Irish. It's one of those things. Um, I'm not going to give a lot away, but it's about a couple that goes to the countryside, goes to a lake to have like a, you know, romantic time. And it's punk ass 12 year olds, actually. Like these kids are savage. And the whole film is savage. And, like, you wouldn't... Th- it's not, like, Children of the Corn. It's, like... Uh, these kids are assholes. These kids are terrible assholes. And to, like, ruin a couple, uh, it's... And I don't want... The ending is... It gets really intense. And it's such a good film. And it's... you got to find a film that hurts. Yeah. It's got to hurt your soul sometimes, you know? And that film's just like, oh, damn, this sucks. So what you're kind of describing reminds me of um, The Strangers. It's like The Strangers, but honestly, it's worse. It's worse. That one was brutal, too. It's brutal, but that's in close to a house. They're trying to escape. They're trying to get to a town. There is a lot of components that, like, damn, you almost... Almost got away there. Oh, right. they're back again. Oh, these kids are brat. Like, you you see these kids and you're like, oh, teenagers. Yeah. So annoying. But this, it's like, well, damn. Teenagers are on a whole nother level. And it's not like superhuman, you know, they don't die. It's just that these kids are assholes bigger than you are. Interesting. And okay. it's, it's a, considered a foreign film because it's not American. Yeah. So you don't have to read subtitles because they speak English. Is it dubbed? No. Oh, okay. No, it's, it, that's what I'm saying. I think it's, I think they're in Scotland. Okay. So they have, you know. Oh yeah. Why would I think that a Scottish film would be dubbed? I don't know the language they're speaking <laughs> in Scotland that you don't know, but you know, um, it could be, it, it's either they're in, it's either an English film, Scottish yeah. film, Irish film. It's in English. You can understand it. Okay. But it's not American made, and there's just a okay. savagery that is captured that I think foreign films get better than American films do. So I think it would be a good starter film for somebody okay. to to try out. Yeah. Well, I'm going to have to visit Give that, that a go. Then. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we'll have a movie night so I could, like, gauge your, like, <laughs> response to it. Yeah. It, it's, it hurts. It hurts. Can you stream that one? Is it on anything right now? 
think so. That was like when back God. in the good old days when I was pirate paying films and I remember She didn't do that. No, I didn't do that. Just just kidding. Um I remember people were talking about it and I went through this like whole point in my life in my early twenties where I was like, I'm gonna find the worst films ever made. I need I was so desensitized that I was going down the, I've seen a Serbian film. I've seen, yeah, that hurt. Ugh. That's a one and done. I won't watch that film again. Yeah. I've watched. Why? Why did you go, like, why? What was the the purpose behind needing to see the most awful shit you could see? I don't know. I don't (laughs) know. I think, honestly, I was in a really bad point in my life, like, in my relationship as a younger 20-year-old or whatever. Um, I wasn't working during that time. I was struggling to find work. And I was sitting home all day and I was like, well, I've seen like, seen everything it felt like. So I'm like, yeah. let's get, and I was so desensitized. So I was like, let's see what really like, what gets under my skin. And I think as I've gotten older, I've become more back to a normal human. So like things bother me more. I, I don't know. And it, it could all play with like what's going on in your life during that time. Yeah, but, like, definitely. Yeah. That movie came up and I was like. It's not like a Serbian film. It's not one of those films. It's like, oh, I'm going to go slip my wrist after this. But it, it hurts. You're just like, oh, this, this sucks. Okay. This sucks. And like, it's still a good watch. I yeah. mean, like, I, I want to say I saw it come up on like Shutter, Amazon Prime or something. And I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to rewatch this. Like, yeah. I remember I was getting tattooed and I was like, well, I'm feeling pain on the outside. Let's put pain <laughs> on the inside. And I turned it on on my laptop and watched it. So. Okay. Um, and I do collect DVDs and it's one that I'm like, okay, yes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna add to my collection because I, I think Are it's a you? great film. I think it's one of those films, like if I'm in the mood, I'm gonna watch it. If I'm feeling kind of down and out, why not? Okay. Yeah. So you'll have to come over and just be depressed with me. Uh, I mean, I do that okay on my own. <laughs> so I'm not sure. We'll discuss that one and see. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of films like that. Yeah, I think so too. I think you're right. Like I've seen a lot of, I can't think of anything off the top of my head right now, but I know I've seen a horror film and it's like, okay. The, my feelings are Yeah. And it's like, I don't need to watch that again. Like I'm good. Well, A Killing of a Sacred Deer I watched recently. Mm. That movie just like. Okay. So you and I have discussed that film. I haven't seen that film. It sits with me. Like it, I think about it a lot. And it's not a typical horror. It's not gory. It's just the I just felt traumatized after that film. And, like, a yeah. lot of people don't see it. Nicole Kidman's great. Colin yeah. Farrell's great. I, it's such a good film, and I see why there was, like, hype from the people who have seen it. But I think as a horror fan, it's not looked at as being part of the horror genre. But it, to me, it's definitely a horror, and it, it hurts. Do you feel it like it's, it hurts. falls into the zone of the new age horror that they're... A little bit, yeah. Okay. But I wouldn't put it in the same genre at the same time as, like... Hereditary? Hereditary or, you know, Hereditary still hits, like, some gore and, like, some supernatural. I guess to a degree there is some supernatural because some things go unexplained. Yeah. But it's pretty, like, it's the family dynamic. It's the conversations. It's it's heavy. Yeah. It's traumatizingly heavy. Like, everybody I've met, I'm like, okay, you need to watch this because I need somebody else to be in my trauma with me because... I think I have to be in, like, a certain space. Oh, 100%. And I that. wasn't aware. I wish I knew going into that film. Like, yeah. 
I needed to be in a specific headspace for that because I like paused it and went and made food and came back and was like, not for anything then I was uncomfortable. Yeah. There's a scene with Colin Farrell speaking to his son about when he was that age. And I was just like, oh no, come on, man. Like, okay, this is an uncomfortable conversation. Um, yeah, I know that you've mentioned it before, and I know that I've said that I wanted to see it, but, like, again, like, I'm just not – I have to have time to be able to to watch a film first off, to give it my full attention, and then I also just have to make sure that I'm going to be able to recover from whatever yeah, I'm watching. Yeah, because I turned the TV <laughs> off for a little bit after. I was like, damn, my feelings are all <laughs> over the place right now. And then I turned on yeah. a movie that I thought was going to be good after, and it was absolute trash. And I was like, well, I feel better. <laughs> I fixed it. This movie sucks. <laughs> Oh, that's and it was another is. horror movie. I mean, yeah. all I turn on is horror, true crime. So I was yeah. like, well, let's turn on this horror movie. It sounds like it's going to be another depressing, let's hit hit for home. And then I turned it on. I was like, oh. And I told you about it. It was like The Sound of Violence. I don't remember that one. That um, it, has a, it has a great, like, build to it. Like, it, on in writing, this sounds like a great film. It's about a woman that, like, apparently, like, is deaf ish kind of okay but when she hears or sees violence she sees like these gorgeous visions of like light and color and all this so now she's chasing violence because she wants to recapture what you she's seen did tell me about that sounds like a great film yes it sucked and then i like looked on letterbox and i was like oh everybody's rating this like two stars because of this film oh wow. and it was a bigger budget it wasn't due to lack of budget yeah it wasn't even due to acting it was just stupid did you see Mandy? I I did, and I did not finish it because I did not like it. Oh, okay. Completely understand. Like, for me, that film was really hard to get through, and it was just because it was just like, what the fuck is going on here? And the colors are gorgeous. It's gorgeous beautiful. fucking film. It is absolutely an art house film. I understand why yeah. it was like that. but I was bored to tears. Yeah. And even, like, the part that was supposed to be, like, badass with the fucking demons and everything like you can get like, that far oh shed yeah i was just like uh, falling asleep yeah like again that was a beautiful fucking film but it was the story was lacking what was the movie i don't know if you saw it. there's another movie that came out around the same time also with nicholas cage also with gorgeous things and i really liked that one and i'm trying oh. to remember and that one was like aliens though yes um remember the name of it now i don't remember i don't remember but it, they came out around the same time uh, did it i think within like two or three years of each other like oh, okay. not not like instantly okay, but then, they were both nicholas cage they yes. both had beautiful colors yes. very vibrant but like mandy's storyline just didn't do it for me whereas this Agreed. other one that of course i can't remember the name even though i like that <laughs> one it's gonna come to me and everybody's gonna be in the comments like you know what it is so i think we need to revisit uh Nick Cage in horror films. Um, because, like, you don't think so? Oh, no. I mean, I, I just have my feelings about Nicolas Cage. <laughs> I don't like him that much. And that's fine. Um, but he's been involved in a lot of horror films, especially Recently. as of late. Yeah. yeah. So I think we we need to do a little bit more research, clearly, since yeah. we don't know. <laughs> since I can't even remember the name of a movie I actually liked. Um, but, yeah, I think we should come back to that one. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I think we have a lot of good topics. And as you can tell, we are we agree on some things, but we disagree on some things, yeah. too. We've talked over lunch. 
at conventions, and I'll be like, oh, I love this. She's like, oh, I hated that. And she'll say the same. Prey was one of them. Oh, yeah. So that's another thing. We'll have to talk about films. I think that, like, were different feelings for both of us. It's an opposite episode is what we'll have, essentially. And it's fun because it's, you know, everybody thinks horror is one and the same, and it's not. If you know horror, you know that it's not. Yeah, and also I think it depends on each person. And then like you said earlier, it depends on what you're going through in that time of how you feel with that film. Yeah. And I think that, mm, I was going to say, I think that's part of why I don't like certain films. But when I think about the film I have in mind, it's like, no, that just fucking hate that film. <laughs> and sometimes you do. Sometimes you're like, this movie just sucked. Like The Sound of Violence. Like that movie just sucked. And then I'm sure somebody's going to be like, well, no, it was a great film. No, it sucked. My opinion is sometimes movies just and that's your. It, they don't sit right with you. And, and that's fine. a great thing that for you to point out. It's your opinion. Yeah. We're all going to have our own opinions on different films for various reasons. We just have to learn to to accept your reasoning behind whether you like it or you love it. And then that's that. I'm not here to judge you based yeah. on, oh, like, you didn't like that movie? Like, you're a trash person. But we're like, not friends now. <laughs> we're done with this podcast. Right. She doesn't like what I like. Right, that's silly. And it would be boring to hear that we both like the same things and we're like, everything's, you know, roses because we both love this movie and this movie's great and there's no right or wrong. And yeah. It's, it, there's differing opinions. It's fine. Definitely. Yeah. I think that's a good get to know us. I think it's great. (laughs) I hope. (laughs) (laughs) So I think we're going to wrap up this episode, our episode one. (laughs) I hope that you guys enjoyed it. I hope that, you know, you got to understand us and what we think about horror on the most basic level, because obviously there's a lot to talk about when it comes to all of this. And we will be talking a lot. Definitely. And if you have any recommendations for films that we may not have seen, we want to hear it. Yes. Anything like on episodes you want to hear about, let us know. We are open to everything. And, you know, drop in the comments how you got here. If you're on our socials, be like, hey, I met you at a convention. Hey, I came across you because I like horror and I want to hear about it. I want to hear about your drinks. Um, You know, it's we want to know. So just let us know and hope everybody has a spooky day. (laughs) All right. Bye, guys. Bye.